Ba-da-ba! The Sleaze! I'm Jesus Hoyos, and I'm the host of The Sleaze. So, this podcast is new and renewed, and by that, it means that I'm the only one here now, by myself, in the basement of the SLC. But today, I'm uh, joined by four people, the people behind the programming uh, of films for the building. So that's your Blockbusters chair, your Alternatives chair, your Classics chair, and your Midnight's chair. And a little bit of background for the movies that we play is that we're a second-run theater, which essentially means that we play movies a little bit after they come out everywhere else, so we can get them to you free, basically. Anyways, uh, I'm just going to let all the programmers introduce themselves, starting with the Blockbusters chair, Michael Schelfer. Hello, I am the Blockbuster chair. My name is Michael Schelfer. Um, in case anyone does not know, blockbusters are the big tentpole summer movies, the ones that have the biggest budgets and more often than not make the most money. So in programming these movies, I try to both take, in, take into account what people are interested in on a wider scale, um, if people would see a movie again, because people, in many cases people have already seen these movies before. And so, yeah, blockbusters are very self-explanatory, just the big budget, big grossing movies that most people really, really enjoy. Just big, big damn movies. Big, big movies, man. All big. Next up, we have Julie Kate uh, for Alternatives. Hi, uh, I'm Julie Kate. I'm the Alternatives Chair. Alternative movies are newer independent movies, foreign movies, documentary movies. They're often made on smaller budgets, smaller studios. Um, Popular studio is A24. Um, Oscilloscope is also a popular distributor for these movies. Um, this schedule we have Colossal, Caddy, which is a documentary about cats, uh, Comes at Night, which is a horror movie, and Chasing Coral, which is an environmental documentary. And that's me. Next up, Connor, Classics. Hey, I'm Connor. I'm the Classics Chair. If you guys don't know what classics are, then I'll give you a quick definition. Um, they're the films that have defined generations and formed what modern cinema is today. Um, I know that sounds cut and dry, but that's all I can really say about classics. Um, we've got Little Mermaid and Citizen Kane and Umbrellas of Cherbourg this semester. And I'm really excited to show classics to you guys, so that's me. And we're going to finish off with Jonathan for Midnight's. Hi, I'm Jonathan Alves. I'm the Midnight's programmer, and I'm going to let you know about Midnight's. They began in the 1950s and were low-budget films that were attached as a companion piece to bigger-budget films, such as blockbusters, and played late at night. I copy and pasted that from Wikipedia, so that's why I was so dry. Um, and some of the block, some of the oops, not blockbusters. Some of the Midnight's that we're showing are uh, Cruel Intentions, which is a favorite of mine, uh, Man Bites Dog. Fear with Mark Wahlberg, uh, Zombieland, we're showing The Prestige tonight, The Goonies on 35mm, and The Prestige is also on 35mm, and we showed Napoleon Dynamite last night. So part of the reason why everyone's here together for this podcast is because I think a lot of people don't know that the movies we play aren't randomly chosen, there's people behind it, and there's people in charge of The lists are proposed, and usually the titles presented kind of reflect the personality of the person in charge. So I'm just going to ask like some quick questions about movies. So if anyone wants to jump in and say their favorite movie and why. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, I, first of all, I want, just want to get on the train and just say the blockbusters that are playing because I, I feel like I'm the one person. Oh, and that, we're and we're out of time. I want to be quick on that. Okay. Just um, we are going to be playing Baywatch, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, and the biggest one of them all, in my opinion, is Wonder Woman, and I'm very excited for that. We're going to be having an event with that as well. What's the event? What's the event? Well, if anyone is aware of the YouTube channel Screen Junkies, I'm not. And the oh, you don't know Screen Junkies? They make um, honest trailers that um, are very honest about the movies that um, that are released about the blockbusters. We have contacted them, and two of the members of Screen Junkies will be coming to a screening of Wonder Woman um, to do a panel with us uh, following one of the uh, screenings of Wonder Woman. And we're going to be discussing um, the film itself, um, gender roles in Hollywood, and the state of modern blockbuster cinema. Myself and Julie Kate. We'll be leaving that panel. And we what are very... up, Screen Junkies? <laughs> and <we're>... <laughs> if you like Screen Junkies, make sure to add us at SLC underscore FSU and tell us what your favorite Screen Junkie is. So yes, that will be happening um, Thursday, September 21st, so get excited for that. And uh, excited. You no. mentioned lists. Maybe we should explain what film committee is and why what lists are. So, uh, film committee, um, it meets in the <laughs> one-on-ones, which is in the second floor uh, of the SLC, uh, is a club in which anyone can join, and basically every Tuesday and Thursday at 5, you're presented with a list, and if you're a voting rights member, which you become that by volunteering a little bit, um, you get to vote on the list presented by the film chair, so... Uh, Connor will make a list of movies that he thinks would do very well for the SLC, and then that list is discussed, the merits and weaknesses of every title, and then voting members uh, vote uh, on the movies for the next schedule. Every semester is divided into three schedules, so we keep the movies pumping, and we got the events pumping. Everything's pumping at the SLC. Now, what's interesting is that Michael didn't answer the question that I posed. He uh, just went on to promote his films, um, which seems uh, selfish. So, Michael, since you've uh, put yourself forward, what is your favorite movie of all time? And then I'll go and say why it's wrong. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, Jesus and I have many disagreements on films all the time, but we love each other anyway. I don't know about that. <clears throat> okay, um... So to the uh, shock of many that see me as this um, studio pandering executive, my favorite film of all no time is like actually that. not. <laughs> my favorite film of all time is actually not a blockbuster. It's actually it Richard was Linklater film. It actually <laughs> is a. It actually is a Richard Linklater film. I knew Thank it. you very much for bringing that up. My favorite film of all time. Before midnight. <laughs> no. Days Before tears. <laughs> After lunch. <laughs> My favorite film of all time is Before Sunrise. I Before Sunrise is a film that came out in, a, in the mid-90s, uh, starring Ethan Hawke and the French actress Julie Delpy. It was one of Richard Linklater's first films after Days and Confused. It's about this um, American and French college student who meet on a train uh, traveling across Europe. Um, and Ethan Hawke pretty much convinces Julie Delpy to get off the train with, with um, her, with him in uh, Vienna, and they just spend the rest of the night walking around the streets of Vienna and kind of falling in love. It's a very um, simple and straightforward uh, romantic movie. Um, the actors are fantastic. Um, the director does many single long long shots and long takes of these, just, these two actors having a conversation. It sounds like improv, but it's all scripted. It um, is a truly wonderful piece of film, and it went on to actually become a trilogy 
and uh, in, including Before Sunset, which was set in Paris nine years later in 2004, and Before Midnight, set another nine years later in Greece in 2013. So they're all wonderful films. But my personal favorite is Before Sunrise. You should totally check it out. So that trilogy took 18 years. The trilogy 18 took 18 years, years to make. Almost did Richard Linklater? Longer than Boyhood. It did take. Yeah. How long did that take? That 12 years. 12 years. Boyhood took 12 years to make. I mean, I highly you think it would have been better, oh, boy. considering all the time it Okay, took. this is where we disagree. Um, so yeah, I also highly recommend Boyhood, but this, that's not what this is about. Before Sunrise, fantastic, go see it. At Richard Linklater. It is, if you have Amazon Prime, you can get it for free there. If you know who Richard Linklater is, tweet us at SLC underscore FSU, the word Linklater. Uh, next up, we have Julie Kate. What's your favorite movie? Uh, okay, uh, my favorite movie from ever is <laughs> I have so many uh, I'm gonna go with Little Women which is the movie adaptation of the classic book by Louisa May Alcott and it's about these four sisters growing up in colonial times I think yeah that's right and uh, their family is a part of the transcendental movement and they're all just trying to find themselves, and it's really beautiful. And Christian Bale's in it as a young actor. That's it. Does he play a young actor in in Little Women? No, he plays an aristocrat. Ah. I mean an aristocrat. <laughs> an aristocrat. Was, was I always before, mix up those words. Was this before or after his meltdown? Way before. <laughs> Way like before. In the 90s. Like 15 years before. He was like a baby. He has like shaggy hair and... He looks like Shaggy. He's in love with Winona Ryder. I believe, oh, I, yeah, I, I believe this was two Ryder. years after the Newsies, I want to say. I, 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 as far as I can. Why does that matter? He was wearing the same costume if, if, from if the people, If people want context for what Christian Bale looked like in the 90s. What's the Rotten Tomato like score? He looks like he does now. It's, it's probably Just fresh. younger. Our blockbuster sure has the uncanny ability of memorizing the Rotten Tomato scores of a lot of movies. If you want to test that out, tweet at us. At SLC underscore FSU, Michael Schoffer, what's the Rotten Tomato score for blank? And he'll reply to you. Jurassic Park. You guys are saying false lies right now. It's not that that's not the that's not the skill I have. You know all the, no, it's the, the year movie of release. The, yeah. I know the year of release of, all, of almost any movie you can give to Jurassic me. Park. Nineteen ninety three. Okay, <laughs> let's move on to Connor and Classics. What's your favorite movie? Alright. Connor's My, prepared, unlike yep. the rest of us. My favorite movie. This was a really tough question, but I have to go with Gladiator with Russell Crowe. Um, I like it because it has a great score, direction, and I just like it because it's really entertaining. It's just that simple. But I like a ton of other films, but that was that one's number one. Did you know a sequel was planned for Gladiator? Really? Yeah, it was going to be uh, Maximilius coming back from hell. Uh huh. What's your number? Wait, two? he was in hell. Well, he dies at the end. I oh, know he dies at the end, but he goes to hell. Well, the underworld. Okay. okay. Maybe Slumdog. That's still crazy. Slumdog Millionaire might be. I thought they were going to follow G- is it G- Jimon Hongsu's character at the end? Like, I don't know like... who that is. Spoilers. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jonathan, uh, do you, have you watched a movie? I have seen a couple films, you know, <laughs> besides scooby I've seen That's a more than me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, no, that's not my favorite film. It's one of my favorite films, but since I'm trying to be prestigious right now, I'm going to say, like, <laughs> something else. My favorite film... For all the film buffs out there, is probably Blue Velvet. I've seen that movie like seven times, and I think it's probably one of Lynch's, David Lynch's uh, most cohesive and uh, most sense 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 most makes the most sense film. Coherent. Coherent. That's a good word. I'm David Lynch. Yeah, um, I think it's like one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen. Like 
Kyle MacLachlan was dreamy in that film. Um, everything about the film was fantastic to me. Laura Dern was amazing. Um, God, I can't remember the other girl's name. I feel really bad. Isabella Rossellini. Isabella Rossellini. That's her name. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Michael. No problem. What but, year did it come out? 1986. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet at us at SLC underscore FSU and Michael Schilfer will personally message you his favorite year of all time. <laughs> did you like the new Twin Peaks? Oh, that's uh, I'm very divisive on that because the first season of Twin Peaks was like the most amazing thing on television I've ever seen in my entire life. But then season two came and I was like, okay, I'll take it. And then this one, I'm like, I don't know if I love it or hate it. But I do love Dougie and Naomi Watts. I want like a side sitcom with them. But I don't know how I feel about the rest of stuff. But Shaggy's in there, so I saw the intro to Twin Peaks and I was like, that's enough for me. <laughs> oh, the new season. The new season. Uh, we didn't even watch the intro no. of season one. Okay, um, let's just talk about the SLC. So, if anyone wants to jump in and say what you've gotten out of the SLC or what the SLC has meant to you, I think everyone in this podcast is graduating this year from undergraduate. Bye! So, reflect a little bit. Expose yourselves emotionally Thanks. In, in front of this microphone. Jonathan was the first friend I had at the SLC. Uh-huh. Uh, and that was made me feel part of a a group more because I was more of like an introvert when I first came to college and then the SLC was like a place to um I don't know just grow as a person and I feel like more confident in myself so okay I'm done (laughs) (laughs) that was the meeting with Charlie's Angels wasn't it yeah yeah I remember that one love that movie I came to SLC I came in a meeting and I came in really late and I had to stand up at the back of the wall because there were no chairs and I was really intimidated because everyone was talking about movies and I was like, oh my god, everyone really knows movies. And like, I know movies too, but I thought these people knew a lot more than I did. But um, like once you open yourself up more, like Julie Kate said, everyone was very friendly and uh, nice to talk to and you just share a bunch of common interests. Like there's video games, movies, coffee. I don't like coffee that much, but everything else is very fantastic here. Connor, you've never drank coffee. I have tried it now, but I didn't like it that much. <laughs> Tweet us at SLC underscore FSU if Connor should give coffee a second chance. Uh, I found the SLC because I lived in Landis freshman year, so I went to my mailbox and I got the schedule in there, and I was like, what? Free movies on campus? I was like, over the moon. So then I went to see The Breakfast Club, I think. And that was my first time seeing it, and it was just a great experience, even though I was there by myself. But I was like, this is a cool group and a cool place to hang out. So then I just continued from there, and then I eventually joined film committee, and it's been a great decision for my college career. Yeah, no, I, uh, I don't remember exactly how I found out about the SLC, but I do remember that I was at the first film committee meeting of my freshman year. I remember that. You remember that? I remember you I in remember that meeting. I remember you in that meeting. I remember, yeah. I was like, that that kid is uh, definitely bold. Let, let <laughs> yeah. there be known, there's never been a more enthusiastic freshman to show up to a film committee than Michael Michael Shelton. had the spirit. Yeah, no, yeah, no apparently, apparently I, I listened to like three or four comments and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to put my input into it. The one thing I remember from that meeting is that we were discussing Minions. And people were talking about how much they hated it, and then there was a side that's like, but minions are so cute, and people like them. And then it didn't get voted in. Um, that's the most good memory I have. I remember that you said Spy was the best movie of the year. 
I did say I did say Spy was the best movie of the year. I don't know if I'd hold if I would stand by that statement now, but it's still pretty good. That's a good movie. It's a good movie, yeah. Um, and I believe we did vote it in still. We did. We did, yes. Was it because of my input? Who knows? Probably not. Yeah, <laughs> Damn. Uh, it was my first meeting. No one gave a shit about what I had to say. If you think we voted in Spy because of Michael Shelfer's input, tweet us at SLC underscore FSU. Fun fact, Michael, I think was one of, if not the fastest, volunteer to get voting rights. In the SLC. Michael is years. Michael is the blogs baby of the SLC. Uh, he's the youngest programming chair. He's a blocks boy now. He's growing up. Oh, yeah. Blocks boy, blocks boy, <laughs> blocks boy. Blocks boy. <laughs> His, One day you'll be a blocks man. Yeah. His second favorite movie is Boss Baby. Uh, anyways. His first emoji movie. <laughs> first one, yeah. Guys, the emoji movie. You, you, you don't understand even No, okay. Um, but yeah, no. Um... So yeah, no. After my freshman year, um, I did I did get voting rights fairly quickly. I within my first semester, I got them, and throughout the year, I just continued to learn more about movies. I I ended up becoming the vice blockbuster chair, um, and now I have this position, which I really love. And I think the biggest thing that I take away from this job is the fact that I I don't know what my future holds, but right now I know that I'm in a job and in a position that I truly love. I love what I do. I hope I get to do that for the rest of my life, do, do things that I love to do. But right now, at the very least, I can say that for one time in my life, I, I did work that I truly loved doing, and I was motivated by something, by something more than what people are usually motivated by to, to get work done. So I just really enjoy, I really enjoy this place, and I'm really going to miss it. Luckily, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm going to be a graduate student here at FSU, so hopefully I'll stick around film committee for a bit. But... Uh, even even if this position only lasts me one year, I'll still enjoy the hell out of it. Hell out of it. H-E double hockey sticks. H-E double hockey sticks. Thank you. Uh, for me, I knew about the SLC before I even got accepted to FSU. I gave more weight to the clubs in the university than probably the academics because I had no idea what I was going to study. Because I think the Ecole High School would be an AV club, uh, which don't exist anymore. They only like exist in Freaks and Geeks. The, the website does. And I joined the second week because I didn't know they hosted meetings immediately. So Michael has got me beat there. But yeah, I mean, you instantly meet people that are like you. But um, it's really a place that if you like movies or media in general. Or people. Or people. Or uh, things. If you're a human being, <laughs> you'll find a spot in the building because there's a lot of people here. And, and if things. you And things. Much things. And, and on that note, my name has been Jesus Oyos. This has been The Sleaze. Join us in two weeks where I'll be talking to somebody else. Thank you. But a but. <laughs>